Hey, what is good, my ninja? It is I, Kill Franklin, also known as a motivational speaker in America's No BS Lifestyle Coach for Men and Women. It's totally up to you, whatever you want to be <laughs> referred to as. It doesn't matter to me because we're givers. It's what we do, right? So, fun audio for today. This topic is going to be about two things. We're going to go kind of really deep, really elaborate into the specifics, but at the same time, I'm just going to be telling you about two things. Um, A, free flow, and B, creativity through disassociation. So here we go. Have you ever experienced what most or almost all writers or creative cultivators call writer's block? Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, obviously, you're listening to this right now. You're a creator of some sort. You may be an influencer or whatever it is you want to call yourself. Um, I'm pretty sure you've hit this thing called writer's block. And that's totally fine. I've hit it too. We're all human beings here. You know, like, I, I, I get it too. We're all just normal. It's part of our process sometimes. Now, maybe you haven't, maybe you're some fucking omniscient kind of like white light that, you, I don't know, you just exist in the in-between. You're like this thing we're about to talk about a little bit, a unicorn. We'll see what I'm going with this. <laughs> Honestly, though, like if maybe you're just the average human being and like you're not creative at all. It's kind of boring, no offense. It's like you're like, oh, emo about the world. Maybe that's your thing and you're trying to improve yourself. That's totally fine. Honestly, you don't have to be a writer. You don't have to be creative to have ever felt like there is some form of a three-layer brick fucking wall preventing you from steamrolling over that simple task that you're trying to do. It's just more of a, I don't know, a prevalent phenomenon known to those who are or hold a more creative lifestyle. Anyways, that said, here's the cure-all for writer's block. You ever noticed how whenever other motivation, ambition, success, or business world pages talk specifically about being relentless, they speak or they relate themselves metaphorically um, towards being like some form of animal in nature? Does, like, I hope that makes kind of sense. Does it really? Kind of. Not really. Doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, well, here's what I came up for fun. Um, like what I want to share with you. I came up for fun while I was chilling out. The other day, while I was playing some games with my buddy, while he was playing and I was watching. But I came up for fun, and here's some of those metaphors that I just want to share with you. We can go over right now. Eye of the tiger. Roar of the lion. Wolf-like instinct. Fastidious like a bear. Soar like an eagle. Wise as an owl. Loyal as an elephant. Like a shark, always in motion, massive and on the hunt, like the orca whale, and majestic as fuck, <laughs> like a unicorn. So take a breath right now. Like, uh, I know that was like kind of fun. It's just kind of random. It's kind of weird. We're talking about animals that just ended with a fucking unicorn. It's crazy. I know. But you and me right here, I know you're listening to me, and I know you hear the energy in my voice, the realness. I just want us to take a breath right now. Let's kind of like take a look at that list and like listen again at what I said for that list. Really just as we listen again, because I'm going to repeat the names. Really think about those 10 options. If you have to like pause this thing, really take a like really think about those 10 options. And out of those 10 options, which one do you feel really represents you best? So take that breath right now. Listen to what I'm going to say. Out of the 10 options, which one do you feel represents you most? If you could choose one, which one would you say specifically defines you most? Eye of the tiger. Roar of a lion. 
wolf-like instinct, fast, tedious like a bear, soar like an eagle, wise as the owl, loyal as an elephant, like a shark, always in motion, massive and on the hunt like the orca whale, or majestic as fuck, like a unicorn. So as I can, as I said again, just because we can, take a moment and answer those questions. Like, answer that question. Pause this audio if you must. That is totally fine. I take no offense to it. Um, like, give it a moment. Like, just think that over. Which out of those ten do you think, do you feel, if you could only choose one, which would you feel specifically identifies or resonates with you most out of those ten? And why is that? Ask yourself that question. Like, why do I feel? Like, why does the eye of the tiger feel um, it represents close to me. Like, what What do I do? What is it about me? How How do I think that? Like, why? You don't have to send me an answer. You don't have to do any of that unless you want to. That's totally fine. I'm not going to be expecting it. But, like, ask, like, answer that self to you. Answer that question to yourself. Give it a moment. Pause this. And go. Cool. So now you may be asking, what is the point of all this, Gil? <laughs> I'll get to that in a moment. So I just want to like, I need to share with you what's going to be coming up and the reasons for why I told you to do this and like what it really represents um, of each creature, like the number one creature that you, um, I guess you could say you chose. How does that represent you? I'm going to share with you. I'm going to do like a quick cold read on you right now because it's going to be true. It's going to be representing who you are and what you're about, these creatures. So whatever that choice I got you to ponder upon and identify with, genuinely that choice that you chose, genuinely, it is something that you, yourself, who you feel you are at your core. Ideally, it is the deeper representation of what you really want to be or something that you really want to share about yourself with the world. Does that make sense? I hope so. So, um, I'm going to give you the examples for each one. You can continue listening. It's totally fine. If you don't want it, like, you're like, well, like, I don't see where this is going. You could just leave. It's totally fine. I'm going to, I promise you, my dear friend, I appreciate you listening and I'm going to wrap it all up at the end. But like, you just have to stick with this for right now. Plus, it's honestly, it's kind of cool though. Like, if you realize, like, I'm going to, I'm literally going to be breaking down for you what you actually are and represent and what you should be doing and what you want to be doing. You, not me, what I think you should be doing, what you want based off your own answer, what you should be doing, um, with your life, with what you should be expressing more often in your own life. So, that being said, let me give you the breakdown. Eye of the Tiger. So, if you're that person who chose that, um, the option of Eye of the Tiger, what that means is you have an unrelenting determination and it will go above and beyond to prove those wrong who um, try to label and box you into a false narrative or who think you should be something else, who thinks that you can't be whatever you want to be. You are, you've chosen the eye of the tiger because you are you. You like being you. You are the fighter. You are the creator. You are the insert whatever it is you want to be. You just don't like being fucking labeled and you're not, you are almost unstoppable. It is something that you, um, like you're just a winner. All right. So that's for Eye of the Tiger. Then we have Roar of a Lion. Now, if this was your choice, here's what you actually got. Roar of the Lion means you speak truth from the heart. 
and you are heard and you're seen by others as someone whose words hold influence. You won't let anything speak over, maybe they'll, like if they're being truth as well, you allow them to say their thing, but you know that what you speak is truth and you see the bullshit in the moment and you're going to speak up to it because you know it is real, it is true, and you have to share with others that so that way they don't waste their time in this fucking world living untrue to themselves. If you chose Roar of the Lion, that is you. Alright, so next on the list is wolf-like instinct. What that means is that um, you are an intuitive creature whose um, certainty and decisions are based off of their core. Like you um, probably also, you probably hold a particular status or conscious um, or unconscious, you either consciously or unconsciously, excuse me, represent some form of status within a group. Maybe you're like the leader or maybe like not consciously or unconsciously, maybe just people see you as that leader. Um, you are very certain with your decisions based off how you live your life, based off how you are, like what the decisions you go, you like you don't hesitate. You trust action over hesitation. It is just your thing. You know what you are based off of the actions that you have followed. And therefore, your instincts lead you like a fucking wolf to lead the pack. Not because you want to, but because that's just how they see you and people look up to you that way. So that is wolf-like instinct. If you chose that option, that is you. I'm going to keep moving forward here because we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> then there's fast tedious like a bear. Alright, so if you chose this option, um, what that means is you love to sleep. That's a very fun option. You love to sleep. You love yourself. You love your focus. You have, you're very habitual in your achievements. Um, let me reread that again. You love to sleep. You love yourself. You're so focused and you have, you've just set up in your life this habitual form of achievement that just kind of comes, um, easy to you because you enjoy the process. But also, um, it's very, um, kind of like the wolf, it's kind of intuitive, but mostly what it is because you're fast tedious, you care and you tread carefully for whatever it is you are seeking. You're very detail-oriented when it comes to what you want. Like, it's like you, it has to be this way. It's gonna be this way. Maybe not OCD-like, but it's gonna be this way because I see it this way and I want it to be that way. You love yourself, that's what you focused on. And um, it's like, because you know what you are like. Um, your habitual achievements, how you're very habit kind of creature-like, um, you just get it. You have no issue in getting it. All right. So that was fast tedious like a bear. The next one we're gonna be going on is sore like an eagle if you chose that it means you are beyond free you see the bigger picture like for you two birds with one stone isn't enough like it, it really isn't enough for you you're always going at it but you're um because you're, you're like basically you're just the kind of person that go that will go to the lengths to knock out the entire flock with one rock and that isn't enough for you you'll do it again and you do it again, and you do it again. You do what it takes. You soar like a fucking eagle. You were not even of the same existing pack of birds and following that shit. No. So if you chose eagle, that's what you are. The next one is actually what I am, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I, what I've been told I was, but I also believe deeply that I am. Like I don't like to be told things, but I know for a fact I am. It's kind of my spirit animal. I don't have a choice. I choose to be it as well. I just see it in my habits and my actions and my thoughts and my lucid dreams and my um peak state of awareness, like whatever you want to call it. I know it for a fact. This next one, if you chose it, is wise as an owl. What this means, if you chose it, is you're a brilliant mixture of everything. Um, you're kind of like the jack of all trades, like. Jack of all trades, like, excuse me, you're an insightful, foresightful, 
um, visionary with saint like um, I say visionary like very humble like you're very, you can see a potential future that's gonna come it's kind of similar to foresight but like you act upon it immediately you don't worry about that shit um, this foresight with visionary saint and saint like qualities um, you're patient sentient and mysterious you're seen as mysterious like you you work in the dark you work when other people are not always awake you work in the areas of times of day when they're not focused and they're not paying attention that is wise as the owl um next on this list so moving on loyal um excuse me yeah the next one if you chose this was loyal as an elephant now what it means to be that and who you are if you chose this is your heart expands and feels deeply into the depths of others yes i can be open and all the other creatures can be open but you you can open far much more wider your expression of yourself is beyond mere words to attain it. The level of articulation is nothing, and it expands deeply into your everyday actions and the relationships that you value most. Your words and your emotions and your feelings and your trust and ability to be loyal towards someone is beyond mere words to describe. It is an act of constant loving. That is you if you chose loyal as an elephant. Alright, so next on that list, as we keep moving forward, is like a shark always in motion. I was like, that's pretty cool. And what it means is you're ready. Nothing will stand in your way. When you're backed against the wall, well, um, when you are backed against the wall, because you're always in motion, you always have like this key, you just have like, like the fucking wolf and like the bear, you're fast, tedious, and you have this instinct. While others cower, you break the goddamn thing down. There's always something new with you. Like, you're just, like, it's because you're always moving forward, you're always going forward, it's like, nothing's gonna fucking stop you. There's always something new. You're always completing a task, you're onto the next task. You're just the winner, you're the achiever. <sighs> Alright, so next on that list, if that was you, by the way, you're the shark. That's totally dope, congratulations. So next one on the list is massive, and on the hunt, like the orca whale. Alright, so what that means is, you are hungry. Your very presence is an impact. You know how to spread yourself out and influence widely, no matter what it takes, no matter what level of perspective that you're at. Maybe you have nothing. Maybe you've come for nothing. You eat challenge for breakfast and shit mediocre for dinner because that is just your standard. And last but finally not fucking least is majestic as fuck like a unicorn. Now what that means is um, it's really kind of like metaphysical, uh, symbolic, it's kind of the next level, but you've transcended this mere mortal realm of creature, words, um, the creature world, happy, comforts, and all that shit. Your values are absolute. They are clear. You believe in zero point life force action articulation, and um, you're very decisive, 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 what the fuck, decisive, <laughs> decisive. Decisive when it comes to those things that you want, you want to create them, you act on them now. You are the light. You're woke as fuck. You understand that there are trials and tribulations that have to be done. You're perceptionally aware of the um, constant and always present heightened states of both conscious and physical being. You are peak aware. You have you believe in peak awareness and peak performance, both in the uh, metaphysical part of your soul and also within the physical part of the human being. You are the rarest of the fucking many. 
understanding that within each of the other dimensions holds a key um within each of the other dimensions whether it comes from peak awareness or peak performance you understand that there are entrance points that unlock and correspond with each other within both realities allowing for your divine presence to be present in this present you are the power of now that's majestic as fuck like that's like some next level um dmt kind of like ayahuasca kind of badass shit combined with reality peak performance and all that other shit so um that being said i'm not really fully done we're gonna keep going for this but i do want to give you a quick moment to like articulate everything that came in so as you must hit that pause button right now and give yourself a breath a couple of breaths so it's good to hear from you I took a couple of breaths myself because I had to read that shit to you. It's really powerful. So let's get back to the real topic at hand. I, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed all of that. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed reading that shit too. I mean, I enjoyed writing all that shit too. Like, I know you were hearing this from me audibly, um, write, speaking this shit to you, but I wrote that down for one of my my newsletters to my um, peak performance group right here with First Class Motivation. Anyways, what does this all have to do with being a cure-all towards writer block? easy so what i'm about to explain to you is very similar and it can be explained um towards the similar fashions of how a pc being a computer or your laptop works so i'm gonna ask you this question what happens when you overload a pc your laptop with too many tabs being open all at once it slows down right like everything slowed down like it doesn't load up as fast why is that because although with its immense, your PC, with its immense processing capability internally, your PC, your laptop, whatever you want to call it, it still needs to follow through specifically, one at a time, the tasks that you've asked it to complete. Otherwise, what happens? You get a fucking error message, right? Or you get like that block say, hey, we can't come, we can't receive the information, we can't portray up the data, we can't like show up this um, form of screen that you want because like it's just oh, like it's too much. Would you like to wait now? Would you want to send the progress to Microsoft? Do you want to send it to Apple? Whatever the hell it is that you have. You get that error message. It's an overload. Too much information. It, even, it might even like, it might even freeze on you. So like basically from that point, what do you do? Or what does it ask you to do? It says, please restart. Or give it a moment. And it gives you the options, yes or no. Right? Like, sometimes you can't even poke the machine. You can't even, like, like if you have a touch screen, you can't even, like, tap the option. Or if you have just, like, a laptop, you can't even click on the option with your pad. Does it sound familiar? It can't budge because it's just too much information and it's trying to load it. Does this sound familiar? Like, I'm, I'm speaking symbolic here. Symbolically and, like, metaphorically. Oh, if not, that's totally fine. What I'm getting at is, like, just like the PC, your mind works in a similar fashion. Writer's block. It is merely one of two things. Okay. Um, one, an error message stating that you've overloaded. Basically, writer's block is merely like an error errors message that you've... Um, I don't reread that again, my bad. Writer's block is merely one of two things. One, it's an error message stating that you've um, either overloaded the information of... Or... My bad. I'm just going to read it as is. One, it's an error message stating you've overloaded the amount of information capacity... For this moment <laughs> and require and it, it you either require a restart or extra time to load all right or two writer's block you simply do not know enough upon the particular subject or the task or the duty whatever it is you need to do at hand 
Um, therefore, it is required by you to take the necessary waiting time to load that information so that way you can inform yourself um, that basically that big old fat fucking beautiful brain of yours, that mind of yours with more information on the topic or within or upon a specific topic that corresponds to yours in some way or some fashion at any um, particular way possible. So the way, what I mean, or how they can correspond to each other, we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper, but I didn't, I didn't write this on the whole PC. I'm just going to kind of like free flow this. I've talked to you about free flowing too. It's important. Free flowing is a product of what happens when you dive into some subjects and you have a certain jack of all trades kind of understanding towards how things work. So for instance, what I mean by delving within other topics towards your narrative or towards whatever um, niche marketplace you want to speak over your expertise in is let's say you're really good at psychology you know enough about the brain you understand philosophy as well you understand why the people react the way they do you understand psychosis neurosis compulsions repressions all of that fucking shit you understand the reason why people as i said react instead of just act and stay stable now let's say you've hit a writer's block in that maybe you just like doesn't there's that one patient who doesn't shut the fuck up and like maybe he just kind of although to the best of your composure abilities he gets to you and it happens, human beings, you know. But let's say after you've done that, you have another hobby. You're a human being, right? Um, human beings have hobbies. Maybe they play guitar. Maybe they're creative. So that's kind of creative, most likely, because we're talking about creativity here. And it doesn't just have to expand to writing. Obviously, for psychology, or if you're like a psychologist, whatever you want to call it, psychoanalyst, anything that has to do with the mind, you do some form of dabbling in writing, you get blocked. But let's say the creative thing you like to do is inventing, technology, engineering, I don't know, playing with metal. And you have to understand the law of thermodynamics and like how things like get heated up, they require a certain temperature, um, how things burn, why they burn, why they get, like there's the there's that whole like tangent line. And but here's the cool part, even Leonardo da Vinci has noticed this correlation between the two is that every individual 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 niche, individual study, individual's form of expertise has a correlation point between psychology where they meet psychology, not just psychology, I'm using that example. Psychology or um, within each other. There's a direct, if not physical, metaphysical correlation between the two and or that can be created based off of the individual, you, individual's experience. So let's say you know you're an expert in psychology. You go through it. Um, you're learning the new shit for inventing, um, engineering, and all that stuff. And you can see how you can create, just as an example, your own um, AI artificial intelligence for yourself and you're like hey this is what i can do this is what's possible this is what the potential form of sentient form of intelligence can create ah maybe i'll create this and through that throughout that process what happens you create it right right you just, it, it creates that that spark that nuance that thing right so what happens is your mind is articulating information um the, excuse me Yes, it is articulating information from that one first, that new renewed source, which is from inventing. But also, what has happened? I'm gonna let them now. I'm jumping back into the whole uh, writer's block thing. Is is you've temporarily disassociated your mind with the given subject at hand, the given problem at hand, which was through psychology. But in PC lingo, if I had to break this down enough um, to correlate it, is the information processor being your mind. It now because you push that form of um, 
I guess you can say conscious thought to the back of your mind. You've given it break. Now you're focusing on inventing, on engineering, whatever it is you want to call it. The information processor, your mind has now more conscious space to load and create slash generate alternative solutions based off of the current conscious state of information being received through um, you, like through your eyes. So you're just living your average everyday life from you enjoying the processes of creating new things through inventing. <laughs> Now, I understand there's a lot of information here, like, what the fuck is this ninja talking about? I don't understand any of this. Hold on, let me tie this all together. What that means in English... <laughs> crack myself up. What that means in English is this. Breathing. Although, because you have allowed yourself, your mind, you've taken a break, and you're like, fuck, okay, I'm, sorry, I'm gonna go do something fun. You've pushed the thought, that conscious solution to the back of your mind, so... Um, into the con unconscious part where you don't have to think so much where all the things just happen unconsciously. Um, I don't know where I got cut off there, but I'm just I'm gonna keep continue going where I was there. So what you have done from that point is you've allowed for that unconscious part of your mind to connect to finding or commit excuse me, to commit to finding solutions. To that potential, um, I guess we could say from the psychology perspective, to create solutions for that problem. Although you're not thinking about it consciously, your unconscious is always seeking for solutions to fill that gap, to create, a, um, as I said, a solution towards whatever that problem was. And it's not doing it consciously, but it's doing it more unconsciously because now as you are living through your daily life, you are seeing other things throughout your eyes. You're looking at a guitar, the way it's shaped, the way the light forms upon it. Maybe this girl looks at you in a particular way or she says a couple of particular words that kind of correspond with whatever that situation was that had to do with creating a solution for your client being... A, being a psychologist in this example again speaking um you come up you create that synapse your mind unconsciously creates that fucking synapse because you've taken that time to give it a break does that make sense so the ultimately i know i just gave you one big ass fucking valuable breakdown as for how to cure your writer's block in two ways or just like one giant explanation what i really just said this is the reason why artists Creators, musicians, um, this is why they all come to that fruitful little spark of inspiration in the moment when they are not, when they are not working on their craft. It's most genuinely, um, it most genuinely happens when they are having fun with some other form of activity or their mind just isn't so caught up on focusing always on that goddamn, uh, Irregular, irregularity, I'm using irregularity or that problem, whatever that thing was holding them back. Why? Because they're too close to that situation. That's why it's good to have a third eye there as well, like somebody else that's an expert within the same field to give a alternative perspective. Our second, our own, I believe we could say our own self form, self generated form of third eye perspective can come um, either unconsciously through which I, which in the words or state that which I am in right now speaking to you or from a third literal third eye perspective of an expert or a good friend of yours, like a really trusting, no bullshit kind of friend who's going to give you their opinion of what you are doing. Like he's not going to hold back because he's trying to consider your feelings, even though ultimately he is considering your feelings. He's doing what is best for you. And he's um, ultimately like he's giving you that third eye opinion so you can have that other perspective and you can build off that. So. That is the same reason why I shared with you earlier those fun little animalistic depictions like the eye of the tiger, the roar of the lion, the instinct of a wolf, all that stuff. A, because it's fun. 
And like, it just takes your mind off whatever fucking issue that you were just listening to right now. Whatever problem that your mind had in the forefront of its conscious view. What was the point of that? Like, give it a break. You can come back to it when you have more energy, when you're in a much better state. That's really what we want. When you're in a much better heightened state. And then you can tack it from that angle. And you can deal with its fusses and its issues and its, its dissolutions. You can either choose to stick with it or you can choose to get the fucking rid of it. Like, solve it and get rid of it. Get wrong with it. And then, like, move them on, ultimately. Or, you know what? Maybe you can think I'm a complete and absolute mental fucking psycho. That's totally up to you. I don't believe I am. I know I am entirely and diversely unique. I am an also motivational speaker and no BS lifestyle coach. Man, woman, totally up to you. Doesn't really matter. It's just a title to me. Um, maybe you're just one of those people who didn't have any situational problem at the moment, but you just like listening to my voice because it's so gosh darn handsome. It sounds so charming, sounds so seductive, all that other shit. Maybe I'm just very charismatic. I don't know. That is all for today, my dear friends. Thank you so much for listening to my madness. I will see you again tomorrow. All right. I'm Gil Franklin, motivational speaker in America. There's no BS lifestyle coach for men and women, whatever you want to do. See you later.